Welcome back to the Yeah, No, Yeah podcast. My name is Noah. I'm here with Justin. Let's go. How are we doing, Justin? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I, uh, I actually just got back from Wendy's. I got their uh, pumpkin frosty. Oh, you know? did you like it? It, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It was uh it was a little more rich than I was expecting. Yeah. Delaney um, had it the other day and I tried a bite and it was it was all right. Yeah, it was it was a little more rich than I was expecting. Um yeah. it honestly tasted like a cold pumpkin pie. Yeah. That was that's the way I was. That's exactly that's exactly what Delaney said, dude. It <laughs> tastes like pumpkin pie. I was like, Yeah, that's maybe why I'm not a huge fan, but I don't hate it. It's you know, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was good. I yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't crave it, but, you know, if I was at Wendy's, I'd be like, yeah, you give me another one. <laughs> <laughs> I still think the chocolate frosty is better, but yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a go to. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to get we're going to get to a lot of uh, a lot of football takes. Yeah. Don't worry. We're going to get there. Um, we got some real or fake NFL takes. We got college football takeaways and previewing the biggest college football weekend since 2006. Let's go. All right, first we got to get into some NFL takes. We had a big weekend for the NFL. My Steelers took home a nice win on Monday night. It was not their yeah, offense that did it, though. Yeah, it was not <laughs> the offense. Justin, how was, that, uh, how was that tough loss in fantasy? <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'm not, I, 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 I got rid of Trevor Lawrence is, was the takeaway from that week. I'm no longer, I no longer have him on my roster. I have Dak Prescott and Jordan Love. So we'll see what happens with that. Two very inconsistent, inconsistent players, I feel like, this season. So it'll be interesting. Hey, hey, it was a tough loss because the Steelers' defense is the one that beat you. Yeah. And... I'm not mad that's what happened. I'm mad that it's because Nick Chubb got injured. <laughs> because really, <It> was. <laughs> if that didn't happen, I think I would have been okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. They would have continued to run the ball. The Steelers' exactly. weakness on the defensive side is definitely their run game. And when Nick Chubb went down, I don't think they were ready for it. Jerome nope. Ford wasn't awful, but he went for like an 80-yard run, and the rest of the game, he had 30 yards. So Yeah, exactly. And obviously, Nick Chubb's going to, you know, He's the difference maker there, so. Absolutely. So, actually, well, let's just get into that NFL take first. All right, let's do I, it. We didn't, I didn't have this one prepared, but I want to talk about it. So, you're going to give me, if it's, if it's a real concern, or it's like a real take, or if it's just something that's a little exaggerated, all right? Okay, okay. So, the Browns will regret the Deshaun Watson trade. Real or fake? Yeah, I think that's real. I, I've said this since Baker's been in the league. He is not a terrible quarterback. He came into a Browns team that was a horrible team, right? He did not great, we'll be real, but he, he himself wasn't the issue. It was the whole team. We're seeing that now with the Buccaneers. We saw it with the Rams when he played a couple games last, last season. He's not a terrible quarterback. Deshaun Watson was overhyped, overpaid. I do think he's a good quarterback. But it's kind of like it's kind of like where the Lions were a few years ago with Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford was a good quarterback, but they weren't winning. And I don't think the Browns are going to win with Deshaun Watson. I like the take. My issue with Deshaun Watson, right, is after, you know, all of the off the field issues, he needed to come back and 
prove something and yep. be the face of like Cleveland football again. And honestly, when you watch him play, he's struggling and he kind of looks like he doesn't really care. Yeah. He doesn't look like he's very invested. Like he's not getting overhyped on the, or like he's not getting hype on the sidelines, you know, yelling at his receivers, yelling at his running backs. He just looks like a guy that's going out there, going through the motions and getting back off the field. And that's not what they need. They need someone like Baker who brought them up from the depths of hell, (laughs) won won them a playoff game against their rivals, the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And almost beat the Chiefs. That's what I'm saying. And like he wasn't bad. <laughs> he didn't. He wasn't. Bad. I mean, the team wasn't great, but he did, he like you said, he brought them up. He definitely improved the team overall. I feel like Deshaun Watson is not improving the team. He may be a better player, like one on one comparison, but he's not better for this team. Yeah, he made one stupid mistake in throwing a, a pick six, where he ended up hurting his shoulder and it ruined his time with Cleveland. He wasn't. He wasn't himself the rest of that season. And then the fan base kind of turned on him and wanted someone else in there. So, and yes, he is a very polarizing guy. He, he doesn't like to blame himself, but honestly, with the swagger that he brought, he's the one that resurrected this team. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He really did. And another thing about Deshaun Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson is I know at the beginning of the game, I believe he was, he does like a pregame ritual where he like, like visualizations or breathing techniques or whatever whatever it is that's fine that's good but like you said throughout the game you got to be hype you got to get in people's like we when we would watch tom brady or even pat mahomes if they're not doing well they're pissed off on the sideline like they're upset they don't want to be losing and it doesn't seem like deshaun watson cares if he's losing at the moment but maybe that might just be his personality where he just internalizes it which is fine but you got to show that you got to show something to the rest of the world right but to your point, I mean, we saw the Deshaun Watson in Houston that was that threw a deep pass to Will Fuller and is pulling out the air guitar at yeah. midfield. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's in there somewhere. It just feels like it's it, it feels like a different person. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that sucks for Cleveland because that was a big trade and I think they are going to regret it. <laughs> Honestly, he's just an elevated baker. That doesn't show the swagger of the emotions. So I don't know. He's got better skill. I give. Yeah, I agree. Better skill, but less emotion. And he needs yep. more. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. I like so that that's a real the take. page there. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's go with another division rival. The Bengals won't make the playoffs this year. I mean, it's still early, right? It's still early in the season. Obviously, they're not looking great. Will Joe Burrow get his head out of his ass and, you know, kick it up a notch? I don't know. I do think there is something there with his injury, right? He said he re-injured himself the other game. Sure, yeah. But, like, you're one of the top-paid quarterbacks now. You got to get it done. Like You got to find a way. Pat Mahomes, when he's injured in a playoff game, he can barely walk. He's out there. He's he's making it happen. So I, I think this is going to be a learning curve for him. And depending on how these next two games go they're i think they're gonna miss miss out on the playoffs i don't think they're they're gonna come around i i think they're gonna lose these two and then they're gonna struggle the rest they're gonna do better but they're still gonna struggle and they're they're gonna be too far in the hole to come out of it the afc is a d 
deep conference this year. There's mm-hmm. a lot of teams that could be Super Bowl contenders that are in the AFC, and some of them aren't going to make the playoffs. I still think the Bengals will. They always end up going on a pretty good hot streak towards the end of the season. Yes, this injury is concerning, but I, Joe Burrow is just the guy that will get it done in the end. I, their offensive line looks rough again, and yeah. it's been rough the past two seasons with Burrow. And they've spent a lot of money on that line. So that's a real, that's a real concern. The injury is a real concern, and everyone's blaming the injury for Joe Burrow. There were three quarters in that last game where he wasn't injured True. to the extent that he was in the fourth quarter, and he still didn't look good. So there, there's definitely a disconnect somewhere, and I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it's because he hasn't gotten a lot of practice reps, but it really shouldn't matter for a team that really brought everyone back from their team last year, except for some players on the offensive line. Yeah. Oh, I agree. So, but here's, here's my thing. I don't think they are going to make playoffs because of this reason. They're playing the Rams this week. I think that's a loss. Playing the Titans, I also think that's going to be a loss, but I guess that's more up in the Ooh. air. Okay. Car- Cardinals, I think they'll, they could beat. Seahawks, I think is going to be a loss. 49ers, a loss. Bills, a loss. Texans, they can beat. I think they're going to lose to the Ravens and the Steelers if this is their current team, if they're playing how they're currently playing. They play the Jags, which I guess is a toss-up, but they're too indecent. Colts, I guess, whatever. And then Vikings, Steelers, Chiefs, Browns. I don't think they're, I don't think they're going 500. Oh, oh, okay. I like this. I like this. So you, really don't think don't. That, you don't think they're going 500 in that? No, I don't. Okay, okay. They're, they're already, they they're 0-2, right? They're 0-2. Yeah, I'm going to count while you, while you say this, what your All thought right. is right now. All right, wait, you wait, can, you want, are you going to read them or you want me to? No, 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 you, you, you say what you guys say, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll count in my head. Oh, okay, okay. To, well, so, my, what I think the count's going to be. So once they get through that period of, like, to the Rams, they might lose. They might lose that game. The Rams look a lot better this year than they did last year. Stafford with Puka Nakua, who out of nowhere turns out to be the best receiver in this class. <laughs> um, and, I mean, I, I have genuine concern of them going 0-3. But after that, they have the Titans, you said, and then the Cardinals. Both of those teams, they will beat. I find it very hard to believe that they won't. And then what was it after that? The Seahawks, I believe. Yeah. I think once they get through those two first two wins, I think they'll beat the Seahawks as well. And then I it's, don't. it's uphill. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So I'm at five and nine right now. And then they play Steelers so that I'll give them, I'm saying they're going to split against the Steelers. So six and nine, yeah. they're going to lose to the Chiefs, six and 10. And then they're going to lose to the Browns. I think that's six and 11. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. 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 Well, We'll revisit this. We'll revisit this after this Monday night. I, I also think they're going to lose to the Titans and lose to the Seahawks. So if you take those two, they're eight and nine, I guess. With another game against Cleveland. I, it could come down to that last game. It might. It could. Okay. But still, I don't think they're a playoff team. Like you said, it's, the AFC's deep, and I don't think they're going to beat the teams they need to beat. Or they're going to split, and that's, they can't do that. They need to win all those games. Okay. All right. I think they'll make playoffs and I think they'll figure it out. I don't think it's going to be a deep playoff run like it has been. Um, yeah. 
I think they they need to figure their offensive line out. It's a real concern. 100%. 100%. They need to protect Joe. All right. Let's move on to a guy that you mentioned in here, Patrick Mahomes. But it's actually the other side of the line. Will the Chiefs have a top five defense at the end of the year? I, I think it'll be close. That's the issue. Is it's going to be right on the edge. I don't think they're a bad defense. I think Chris Jones sitting out that first week obviously did not help them. Um, and him coming back, he, he even said he regretted not, he wished he would have been able to play and they would have figured it out against the Lions. He thinks that may have been a difference maker. And I agree. I think it would have helped a ton. Um, a top five. I'm trying to think of other defenses that are up there right now. You obviously you got Dallas. Mm-hmm. Eagles. Uh, I guess the Jets are up there. Eagles. Eagles, Jets, 49ers. Uh, yep. Steelers. Steelers is up there. I, I what's tough is the Patriots. I feel like the Patriots, when their offense does all right, their defense can can pull it together and be a top five defense. It's just their offense doesn't always do all right and they're on the field a lot. Yeah. Although so far it's been better this season, so I think they'll be up there. I, the, I can never count the Patriots out as being a top ten, top five defense. Um, so even like just like that, we got our top five. So I think the uh, the Chiefs will be up there. I don't know if they're an elite team, but they're definitely one that you don't want to be playing against. I think this is the Chiefs' best defense that they've had since oh, Patrick really? Mahomes came to the team. Although okay. that really doesn't. I could see that. that. Much. Because their defense hasn't been what they've prioritized in the past. But because exactly. when you have Pat Mahomes throwing 50 touchdowns in a season, you really don't yeah. need to have a great defense. Um, but I don't think it'll be top five. It will for sure be top 10. Yeah, I think that's a good spot for them to be. And although it seems like their offense has declined this year, and I think they will continue to struggle on the offensive side, their defense stepping up is going to make them still a top-tier team. Even, even though Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league, you do see them struggle even, even if Travis Kelsey's out there. He yeah. needs I, I still don't think he's 100%, and yeah, he needs someone else. Like Even having Juju last season was a, a big help. Yeah, they are struggling. Kadarius Tony can't hold on to the ball. Valdez Scantling's route running is pathetic. It's a straight line <laughs> down the field. Yeah, that's tough. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I, I, and I have faith that they're going to get creative throughout the season, too. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. All right. And the final one. The Jets had a pretty bad offensive game against the Cowboys this past week. Yeah, so... Will the Jets stick with Zach Wilson the entire season? If I'm a Jets fan, I'm praying they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't think he's a terrible quarterback. I think he's in a rough situation. He started off in a rough situation. Obviously, he needs to step it up. And I think he's going to. I think he's going to improve. I just think... That New York teams are cursed. <laughs> like they, I, I, I can't describe how upset I would be if I was a New York fan. Um, will they stick with him the entire season? I think they won't. 
I think he's going to have a few more games where he really struggles and then they're going to start looking at other options. Because besides him, this team's a decent team. They have a great defense. They have the running backs. I mean, Dalvin Cook's still getting his footing. Brees Hall's upset because he didn't get the touches he wanted. But that's, I mean, you can work that out throughout the season. Like the talent's there, the, the team's there. Zach Wilson kind of seems to be like the weakest link, and you can't have that. You can't have your quarterback being the weakest link on your team. So I if they the lose a couple more, that they... will, I think the 49ers will, will say otherwise. <laughs> True. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess if everything else is top tier elite, <laughs> then it's fine. But um, yeah, I think he's going to, sh- if he struggles against a team that they probably should beat, if he's the reason they lose, he throws interceptions, whatever, he just can't get it done, they're going to start looking elsewhere. I agree. And I think it'll be this weekend. Not that they trade for <laughs> one immediately. A- not that they trade for one immediately. But they, they'll they make the decision. <laughs> yeah, they'll know. And it's going to oh, be... Oh, man, I com- feel bad for Zach. It's going to be completely dependent on if the Vikings win this weekend. So they play the Chargers. Oh, okay. 0-2. Both teams came into the season as playoff hopefuls. Yeah. Expectations yeah. were at least to make playoffs. And they're both 0-2. I think the Chargers are a better team overall. Their coaching sucks. But I think they're going to be desperate enough where they go into Minneapolis and they get a, they get a win. And I think Minneapolis looks at the season and says, okay, we're 0-3. Even though the NFC is a weaker division, right? They need to rebuild. It's time. Kirk Cousins oh, okay. is getting older. They, Kirk Cousins is not going to be the quarterback for the rebuild, and they will trade him to the Jets. Okay. That would be interesting. I think he would actually do very decent on the Jets. I think I he like would, that. too. He's, oh. and here's the other thing. The Jets' offensive line, besides their quarterback, is their weakest point on their whole team. Yes. Yep. Kirk Cousins has dealt with a bad offensive line his entire career. When he, was with the, when he was with the D.C. teams, when he came over to Minneapolis, his offensive line has never been good, and he has had to adapt and learn and play with a bad offensive line, and he has, and he can do that again with the Jets. I, I don't mind that at all. I would be excited to see that, because at the end of the day, I think Kirk Cousins is a good guy, and he's a decent quarterback, and that would be a good spot for him, and maybe he gets some success that he's not getting with the Vikings. So I'd like that. I'd like to see that happen. I agree. It's just if he could take the New York lights. Yeah. He is um, a laid back person. <laughs> he is. He is a small town type of guy. So I don't know if Minneapolis will, will want to get rid of him this early. I don't know. I think that they would be willing to if they started 0 3. I mean, if you start 0 3, your percentage to like make the playoffs is like, I think like 5% oh, from wow. previous history. So. Okay, so but you think the Bengals are gonna make it? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They'll, <laughs> I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll, they'll be the one that uh, they're they're within that five percent. <laughs> all right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Let's move on to some college football takeaways from this past week. Right, we had a pretty light week in terms of upsets, but it didn't take away from some thrilling games with some games that probably shouldn't have been that way. We had we saw some upsets. We saw Tennessee lose big to Florida. Go Gators. Go Gators. Let's go. <laughs> we saw Bama struggle down in South Florida. 
And we saw Florida State almost lose to Boston College, who I think everyone agrees is one of the worst Power 5 teams in the sport right now. Clearly, they're looking ahead to Clemson. So let's start there. All right, let's do it. They, I mean, they didn't do bad in this game. I think it was 31-14 going into the fourth quarter. You know, it, it looked like a you know, run-of-the-mill game. They struggled a little early scoring the ball, but I don't think anybody was concerned until Florida State got their second touchdown in the fourth quarter and made it a 31-29 game. Yeah. And then the, then the alarm bell started going off. But this just was a weird game. Keon Coleman didn't have any receptions, and I was talking about him as a first-round first round wide receiver. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's just interesting because he almost dropped the, uh, the punt. It almost came back and hit him, and Boston College would have had it on the 30 with like two minutes left to go in the game, and they would have taken the lead. That's crazy. That's it's, crazy to say out loud. <laughs> it's a game of inches, and they got lucky. That's true. They're clearly looking ahead for this Clemson game. And, you know, I, I don't mind it, but you got to make sure you win your games. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if, you, if you're that confident where you're looking ahead, you got to put it away. That's, <laughs> that's a given in sports, right? If you think you're playing a, a freebie, getting a cupcake game, got to make sure you didn't demolish, right? Especially in this day and age where how you win is just as important as winning. I agree. So, for example, Notre Dame. I mean, they didn't, they didn't absolutely crush Central like I think everyone expected them to. But they, they had a decent win. Yeah. And I think we can all say that they are also looking ahead towards Ohio State this weekend. 100%. So that's the difference there is you got to make sure that you at least prepare a little bit for your opponent for the week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and maybe, maybe we're just underrating Boston College. Maybe they're a sleeper pick, you know? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah, I mean they'll they'll get it together. They'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not worried. I think about so. I think so too. I yeah. uh, we'll talk about that uh, Florida State Clemson game. Actually, no, we won't. I lied. That's right. That was not one of the ranked games that we have this weekend. All right, no worries. Which is shocking. Which is shocking. <laughs> but um, let's move on to another one I mentioned already. Bama struggled down in South Florida. They got the win ultimately. Their defense pulled through, only allowing three points. But it was a struggle getting there. A 17-3 to win down in South Florida when they were 34-point favorites. Yeah. That's ugly tough. look. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, we've said it since game one. Jalen Milrow is just not looking like he should be the quarterback for the team. I don't know why they're not moving on from him. They, I, don't, I don't think they can. Tyler Buckner came into this game and looked worse. I guess, but I, it's one thing to like know you're the starter and you know be prepared for it, and then to come in off the bench like that's a whole different vibe. So maybe he just needs to start. Maybe he needs the confidence and the knowledge that he's coming in top dog. I don't know. Maybe. I feel like you still got you still got to switch it up somehow. Uh, yeah, I mean they they look pretty bad right now. I, they're going with they're going with Milrow again, and I think they're going to have a little bit of a better energy here uh, in Tuscaloosa against Lane Kiffin after he's made comments already about you know how he can read the defensive mind right now. Okay, <laughs> all right, Let, let's see let's see it in the game. But 
because this is what he does every year and he always ends up losing so yeah (laughs) (laughs) but i i can't deny that there's definitely some struggles with the quarterback room there and i think it's just they just don't have a good quarterback like that's it's plain and simple yeah it's it's an off season for them and it makes me wonder for next season who's coming right they're going to be starting to put out the feelers they're going to start trying to find out who is a top tier quarterback that's not getting the time they deserve at another school right now and then obviously they're going to be looking to you know sign someone we'll see what happens and i say sign but you know give a scholarship yep whatever we call it nowadays um yeah it'll be interesting they need a top tier i don't think they're going to get a freshman coming out of high school that'll fulfill their needs but I can't imagine. I, I, at this moment, I don't know who's going to come in for them. It's going to be an interesting year because I'm not sold that Arch Manning is going to be Texas's next quarterback. Really? From what I've heard, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Okay. But, but the other guy who's in the Texas quarterback room besides Queen Ewers has been doing very well. The thing is, if Texas commits to that, they have to know he's going to leave. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Which, it's, it's concerning. <laughs> it is concerning. I mean, if I'm Arch Manning, right, I'm going to a school that will play me. If I'm Alabama, I want that. I want Arch Manning <laughs> on our team. Why would they not want to keep Arch? Man, why would they start someone over Arch? I guess if he's playing better, he's playing better. But still, just the publicity of it. And you got to imagine, he's not a bad quarterback. He did amazing in high school. He's learning right now. Like, what, what are we doing? That's, that'll be a wild storyline if that happens. I'm excited now. <laughs> <laughs> the offseason already begins for Bama. Yes. <laughs> We're already talking about it, and they haven't even lost a second game yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, let's talk about last team here, Ohio State. Boo, boo. <laughs> They're figuring it out at the right time. They, they killed Western Kentucky, which Western I thought Kentucky. was going to be a little bit of a better game because Western Kentucky has a quarterback that has been in the system for, this is his sixth year, I think, because of COVID eligibility. And yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a good quarterback. So I thought they'd be able to score a little more on that Ohio State defense. Um, but Ohio State's defense looks legit. Yeah, they look solid. I, I mean, 63-10, to 10, beat the brakes off them. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they look legit. Kyle McCord looks pretty good, 300 yards, three touchdowns. A lot of people were concerned about him at the beginning of the season. Um, he's getting it done. Again, it's Western Kentucky, though, so how much value are we putting into this game? But, I mean, they're winning. That's all that matters right now. 3-0, and and they, if they continue this, they'll be top four for sure. I, I can't imagine they drop off. I agree. I agree. So, let's roll into some college picks because that's one of our games. That's going to be our last game since it's on okay. game day this week. Real quick, let's give an update of how we did. Uh... Oh, let's do it. I always forget this part, you know. No, you're good. I think we both went 3-2, uh, and two, right? 3-2, and two, yep. Okay, so my total is now at eleven and nine, and yours is at twelve and eight. One better than that. You. I gotta I catch that. up. <laughs> ah, it's one game though. It's one one game. One game. It's true. It's very true. All right. So 
We also have two new members that made their picks last week. So we had... Let me pull it up. (laughs) So last week, we're just going to go down the list now. So I had Penn State over 15 and a half. That was a win. LSU minus 10, which was a win. Missouri plus five and a half, which was a huge win for me. I missed on the Minnesota call and Colorado covering the 23 and a half. So three and two. Justin hit on the Penn State 15 and a half. LSU minus 10. Missed on the Kansas State five and a half, but hit on North Carolina covering six and a half points and missed on the Colorado. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, it, you know, it was the hype going into the game. You know, I didn't have them picked he, originally. I know you didn't. You had Colorado <laughs> State, and I talked to you. Into I, it. We, would, we would be tied as a record right now. It's fine. I, I believed, <laughs> and they let me down. So that's fine. Uh, we had Nick pick Penn State minus 15 and a half, which was a win. LSU minus 10, which was a win. Missed on the Kansas State. Missed on the Minnesota. And missed on Colorado, so he went two and three last week. Yikes. And finally, we had Josh hit on Penn State, miss on Mississippi State, miss on Kansas State, miss on Minnesota, and missed on Colorado. It was a rough week for Josh. Yeah, they're getting used to it. They, you know, this is the first week. I know we, we, struggled, we struggled like that at the beginning, too. That's true. That is true. They'll get there. They'll get there. They'll get there. So (laughs) let's move on to this week. So first up, we have Colorado. Number 19, Colorado. Dropping one spot. Yes. Going against number 10, Oregon. Oregon is a 21-point favorite. Who do you have this week? I'm going Colorado. I think they'll be within the... Tw- I'm not saying they're going to win. I'm saying they're going to be within the 21. I, th- I still think Oregon's going to win. This is such a good line because if it was under three touchdowns, I think I would have picked Oregon. But that 21 line is, is just right, right there. on the... It's right <laughs> on the verge. It's been bouncing between as well. This is just when we got it. At 21, I think I'm going with you. I think I'm going Colorado. I, I, I think they're going to, it might not be a close game, but they'll be within three touchdowns, right? Or at three touchdowns. Yep. That's, it's just a lot of points to give them, especially with exactly. how good they've looked. Exactly. Oh, man. All right. And from the other side, we have Josh picking Oregon covering the 21. And we have Nick on the bandwagon with us, Coach Prime covering the 21. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Love that. <laughs> All right, next up, we have number 22, UCLA, going to number 11, Utah. Utah is a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Cam Rising's expected to play in this game. Who you got? I think I got to go Utah. Cam Rising coming back. Four-and-a-half's not a lot. I think they got it. I agree with you. I agree with you. The, the home field advantage is huge for Utah. The elevation. Um, I know UCLA is used to it going in there, but I don't know that you can really get used to it. You know what I mean? True. Like, unless yeah. you're playing there every week, you can't get used to that elevation. I think that's a huge boost for Utah, and I think that co- they cover that. Yeah, that's like saying going on the same vacation once a year. Like, exactly. yeah, used to it. Exactly. 
Uh, Josh is picking UCLA to upset Utah. And so is Nick. Sorry, yeah, that's, no, he's not. No, he's not. Sorry, Nick is covering the four and a half. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think you said that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just did that for the views, yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> this. That's fine. <laughs> All right, next we have number 15, Ole Miss. We talked about this game. Lane Kiffin going back to number 13, Bama in Tuscaloosa. Bama's a seven-point favorite. Who you got? Man, I don't like betting against Bama. <laughs> I think Ole Miss is going to cover. I got to pick Ole Miss. I don't like doing that, but I'm doing it. I like it. I like <laughs> it because I've got them too. I oh truthfully think that Bama's still going to win this game, but yeah. I think it's going to be a close game the entire game. Yeah. Like, I, I don't see think that. the teams go within seven points of each other the entire day. Oh, wow. Okay. It's going to be, be exciting. It's going to be a great game. I hope game. so. Uh, Josh is picking Ole Miss as well. I don't know okay. if he's picking him outright. I guess we'll find out on Sunday if he if he did or not. Okay. Um, and Nick is taking Bama. So I can't not pick it against us. My heart says Bama, but my brain says after the past couple of weeks, I can't pick him right now. I agree with you. I, it's I, it's a, it's not a smart smart bet to take. Yeah, it's risky. It's risky. All right. And just for a spoiler for you guys, I forgot to mention this at the beginning. Normally, we do five picks a week, but there were six ranked games this week between two ranked opponents. We had to go with all six. We had to. Got to. And Got that's to. not even counting, counting the Florida State-Clemson game, which should have been one. Yeah, that's true. It'll be a good weekend. It'll, it's going to be a great weekend. Like I said, best weekend since 2006, most ranked games since 2006. Wow, that's impressive. I know it's college football is back. It's booming. Business is booming. <laughs> Business is booming. All right. Second to last pick. We got number 14, Oregon State at number 21, Washington State. Oregon State is actually a three point favorite in Washington State. Who you got? Man. You know, I really should have thought about this one more. I think I'm going to go. I think we'll go Oregon State. OK, I think I'm going to do it. All right, DJ is there. Perf, uh, fully off of gut. There's no, there's no purpose to that pick. Okay, Oregon State has looked better in the past few years, um, but I'm going Washington State with this one. Uh, it's a home crowd. Cam Ward yeah. is a good college quarterback. I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna be an NFL talent at all. But he's just a good college quarterback that knows the system because he's been there for forever. Uh, so I got, I got Washington State here. Um, Josh has Washington State as well, and Nick is with you with uh, with Oregon State at minus three. All right, all right, sounds good. All right, second to last pick, number twenty four, Iowa at number seven, Penn State. It is a whiteout in Happy Valley. It's the night game. Penn State is a fourteen and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm picking Penn State. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be a blowout. I feel bad for Iowa. Yeah, I feel bad for them. <laughs> we all picked them last week. Uh, we are not all taking them this week. Oh. Nick, Nick has them as well. Josh is taking the Hawkeyes in Happy Valley. Josh is going to have a one in five <laughs> week, man. Josh, what are you doing? <laughs> Either that or he's going to blow us out of the water. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> comes back, comes back from the grave. He's undefeated this week. That's crazy. <laughs> All right, and we got our game of the week, number six, Ohio State, at number nine, Notre Dame. Ohio State is a three and a half point favorite. Who you got, Justin? Man, this is tough. I think. Just based off of the limited amount of watch time I've had for both of these teams, I'm going Notre Dame. I think it's going to be a field goal difference. That three and a half really does it for me. Yes, it does. I see that three and a half is perfect because I think, I think if Ohio State wins, it's going to be a three point victory. Yeah. yeah. Like it's going to be a close game. They're going to keep it close. I also have Notre Dame here. I think this is a big win for the program. I think they win outright. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not on the Ohio State hype train. I know they played good this last week, but like you said, it was against Western Kentucky. They haven't faced a team like this. Exactly. I th- it's going to be a great game, and honestly, yeah. Whoever ends up winning, it'll be fun. It would be a great game. Might be game of the year. I know I said it about Texas-Bama. This might be number two. It might be number one. We'll find uh, out. All right, yeah. And for our, you know, our guest pickers here, because they, have, <laughs> they haven't been represented here yet. Uh, Josh is picking Notre Dame. And Nick is also picking Notre Dame. Wow, so this doesn't look good for us, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if we lose this, we're just Ohio State haters. <laughs> <laughs> we all picked Colorado last week and it didn't work out for us. Hopefully this one goes better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we won't talk about it if it doesn't. So, yeah. <laughs> We will go over these picks on Sunday. We will be fully committing to our sports podcast segments here. And we will go over these picks again. We'll talk about some college games, some NFL games, and what's coming up next week as well. Exactly, exactly. If you like the episode, make sure to follow, give us a like, subscribe, you know, give a review, tell us what you didn't like, tell us what you want to see. We're open to any comments, suggestions. We love doing it. We're going to talk about sports here on uh, Friday mornings when you're listening to this. And then our other episode on Sunday, we record with all four of us or three. If one of us can't make it, we're going to, you know, talk about sports again and then kind of just life stuff. So, yeah, come join us uh, and let us know what you think. All right, guys. See you on Sunday. All right. Peace.